Do you want those people who are so close-minded to even be in your life? Like, do you want to be friends with people who are like, no, that's weird. Like, they close themselves off to fun, creative, like, silly things. Is that really what you want in your life? So I think it honestly is, it's a blessing in itself uh, for me to, like, just do things that I want to do. And anyone who's here for the ride, like, come along, join. It's so much fun. Anyone who thinks it's weird, like, I don't really want them in my life anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to the Well Now What podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. Sorry I've been away. It took a little hiatus, you know, with summer. Things are getting busy and with work, there's a lot going on. But I really wanted to release this episode with the lovely Iman. We actually recorded this a few months ago, and I know she's now currently in a new role at Earl. So she's an internal communication specialist. But in today's episode, we do talk about her previous role at Bloom. We talk about body confidence and, you know, just in general, being more confident as she is in the influencer world. So I really appreciated her conversation. And yeah, it was so fun getting to chat with her. So let's get straight into it. I am joined by Iman Osman. Not only is she a content creator, model, and part of the influencer team at Bloom, she's also another 20-something-year-old trying to navigate life post-grad. And I originally found Iman through her podcast. Um, It was called 20-something, where her and her co-host talked about the trials and triumphs of this culturally significant time in people's lives. So 20-something. And I really loved her podcast, and it really inspired me to start my own. So I thought it'd be fun to have a conversation about life in her 20s and working in social media. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you for that lovely introduction. It was so nice. And I'm really excited to be here as well. Of course. So how are you doing? How has been? I know 2020 has been a crazy year for everyone, but how has been the start of 2021 for you? Yeah, 2020 was insane. And I think 2021 is proving to be just as crazy. you know, it's fine. I'm working from home. I'm counting my blessings every day. I have a very warm bed. I have food in the fridge. Like I have a job. Um, I graduated in the pandemic and I seem to be doing well for myself right now. So I feel truly, really blessed. Of course, there are days where anxiety takes over. Of course, I have struggles with body issues because of the Mm -hmm. pandemic, like so many different things. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have been really practicing gratitude every morning and every night. Mm -hmm. I've been really counting my blessings. I've been really focusing on just having a gracious heart and yeah, I'm doing really well. How are you? Um, yeah, I've been good. I, I guess I graduated right before the pandemic. So I kudos to everyone who's who's did school and graduated through the pandemic. I can't imagine doing that. That's that's crazy. But yeah, I moved back home from um, UVic and it was a big change for me for sure, because I was used to living with five of my best friends, five of my best girlfriends, which was so much fun. And then coming back home. Um, obviously, I love being with my parents, but it was definitely like a shock, like, oh, I'm back in high school. Um, So that was interesting, but yeah, lots of life changes and the podcast has been really fun and I'm able to talk to great guests such as yourself. So yeah, can't complain. Um, I guess for, yeah, the audience that doesn't know who you are, I know, do you mind kind of giving a little bit of background? I know that you grew up in Ontario, I think. So yeah. Do you mind sharing like how you came back to Vancouver and what you're up to currently? Definitely. Yeah. So you got it right. I was born in Toronto. Um, I, when I was 10 years old, my family relocated to Edmonton, Alberta, um, because of my stepdad's job. 
Um, and I went there for middle school and high school. For high school, I went to art school. So I was really into theater. I was into dance. I was into singing. It was like a mini high school musical over there. Um, it was such a unique experience. <laughs> and I was going to continue on in the acting realm um, and move to Vancouver to go to acting school. But I took a gap year instead, which I really advocate for. Like, I think everyone should take a gap year because it really helped me determine what I want versus what others wanted for me. So I took the year off. I served, I bartended, I saved up so much money. And then I got into SFU, uh, which is Simon Fraser for anyone who doesn't know what that is in BC. Um, I took communication. Um, and I'm, I feel really lucky because I feel like a lot of people in university um, hop around different majors and sort of like pave their own path and find out what they want to do on the road. Um, but I got to school on the first day and I felt like I was home in my faculty. Mm -hmm. So I took communication with a like media emphasis. And then my minor was in print and digital publishing. So I learned a lot about marketing. I learned a lot about communications. I learned a lot about media effects. I learned a lot about how to like edit, edit um, videos and, and magazines and blogs in my minor. Um, during that time, I started a YouTube channel my first year of university, which is like very dinky, low production. In my dorm room, I would take my mini fridge. I would put all these boxes on top of each other and then my camera. It was not my best work, but um, I really learned how to like edit videos there. I became pretty proficient in those, in those systems, sorry. And then I graduated in, in March, 2020, which literally was a pandemic. I had the That's last crazy. three weeks of my school um, as work from home, which was at the point where everybody was like, yeah, this will just be a month or two. And then in the summer, like we'll get back out there. It'll be so much fun. Um, but obviously it proved us to be not that situation at all. I remember it was like one of the first few days and, and Trudeau was coming on to talk about like the borders are closing. So come back mm -hmm. home. Um, and I remember seeing my, like my landlord above me packing up suitcases and like going into his car. And I just felt like the world was ending. It was mm -hmm. really terrifying. So yeah, that was my graduation story. I, I had a little, um, a little party with a few of my friends just to like toss our own caps and celebrate mm -hmm. there. And I've been here chilling ever since. Um, I work for a self-care company called Bloom. Um, so I've been there for officially two years now since my third year in university, which is insane. And I just am leading the whole influencer side over there with gifting and press kits and stuff like that. So that's sort of been my like very simplified life mm -hmm. and career journey. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Your program sounds really cool. I wish uh, we had something like that. I went to, to UVic for business. I specialize in entrepreneurship, but having like a, you know, um, like courses on like how to edit and stuff that would have been really helpful in terms of marketing and social media, which I am now in. Um, but yeah, you talked about starting a YouTube channel. I'm curious to know that, you know, like a lot of my friends have kind of started it, but they've been embarrassed to do it. Or did you ever have any of those concerns being maybe embarrassed to put yourself online or maybe how do you kind of deal with self-confidence online? 
Yeah. Well, to your first point, um, mm-hmm. I actually wanted to take business and then I realized mm-hmm. that I hate math and <laughs> Me I was, right. I was in like yeah. in high school, they have the tiers of math. So like all the smart kids were in dash one and I was in dash two, which was for people who like knew that they didn't need math in their like college uh, degrees. And then dash three was for people who just, they just want to graduate. They didn't even want to go to university. Like it's literally no big deal. And so I was looking for something that was the closest to business, but didn't have to do like the finance accounting courses that literally like made my heart race, like seems Mm -hmm. so daunting. Um, So if anyone's listening to this and they also want to like go into marketing or entrepreneurship or, or business, like, first of all, no one really needs university in 2021, which is like such a crazy fact, but there are alternatives like communication programs. So yeah, that's to your first point. In terms of starting a YouTube channel, um, I feel like, I honestly feel like YouTube is kind of on the, not decline per se in 2021, mm-hmm. but I feel like other platforms are definitely dominating the space, but you could totally take the same idea and apply it to TikTok or Reels, which is a video first platform. Back then, nobody that I knew was doing YouTube. And it was a little weird and and awkward and daunting to see like my friends of friends, like taking Snapchats of them playing my video and (laughs) sending it to me. And, and like, I had, I had this acquaintance, like type a hater comment. And then like a few months come to me and be like, Oh, haha, that was us. Like we were kidding. Um, which was like very weird, but (laughs) right. But I I've always been someone who just I just don't really care. Like I always just Mm -hmm. do what I want to do. And so that wasn't the biggest issue, but applying it to my life now, like me and my friends make TikToks and just have fun with it. And Mm -hmm. TikTok is something that I feel like it's socially acceptable to be on the app and like peruse through videos. But I honestly don't know a lot of people personally who like actually make TikToks and like have Mm -hmm. fun with it and go all out and like truly don't care what other people think. Um, so I feel like I do face a little bit of judgment with that, with people who maybe I went to university with, but think about it. Like, do you want those people who are so close-minded to even be in your life? Like, do you want to be friends with people who are like, no, that's weird. Like they close themselves off to fun, creative, like silly things. Is that really what you want in your life? So, um, I think it honestly is, it's a blessing and it's a blessing in itself, uh, for me to like, just do things that I want to do. And anyone who's here for the ride, like come along, join. It's so much fun. Anyone who thinks it's weird, like I don't really want them in my life anyway. (laughs) Um, yeah, but yeah, it takes, it takes time to build up confidence to like put yourself out there and you will get hate comments. Um, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, whether it's someone Mm -hmm. making a new fake profile or someone who's Mm -hmm. just bold enough to like outwardly say it, but just knowing that these people don't know you and they have no idea on and on you or your character on your life, like it really removes, it helps me remove myself from it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's, that's, uh, that's really brave of you and to realize that. I know you touched upon a little bit earlier on that last year you, or maybe during this pandemic, you maybe struggled with like body confidence issues. Um, I know for me, I definitely did. I struggled with an eating disorder. 
um, throughout the end of my uni years. And it's only been this past year um, when I've kind of been able to heal and grow from it. Um, yeah. So for you, I know that you've grown quite a big platform on Instagram as well. Uh, I'm just wondering how you balance that time being a content creator, working at Bloom, but also, you know, taking that time to, um, especially with like body confidence and kind of taking that time for yourself. Just popping in and saying, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and follow me on Instagram at well now at podcast. Let's get back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really interesting that you say that. Um, and thank you for sharing that with me, by the of course, way. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking, looking at myself now, looking at myself in the mirror, I'm not the happiest mm-hmm. with what I look at, which, you know, takes guts to admit to yourself, takes guts to admit on a podcast to others. 100%. Yeah. And my friends are like, you man, you're literally delusional, but like, you know how you feel and you know how you look when no one else is around. Um, and so for me, it's just like, it's, it's more of a feeling like I don't feel the best, but it's funny because I look back on myself a year ago and it's when I was running from class to work in the same day. And then afterwards I would meet up with my friends and we like have fun. Um, but I, I really reached a point, a low point where I burnt myself out. I was going through so much personally and I was going through, you know, so many career changes and finals. Like I, I did not have any work-life balance and I didn't, I didn't take care of myself simply put. And I look back and I'm like at my thinnest there and I look like I'm so healthy, but like I was not healthy at all. I wasn't feeding Mm -hmm. myself. I was running from work to class and backwards. um, And I was really running on empty. So it's been, it's been something that I've had to train my mind to think about right now. Like, Iman, you are getting adequate sleep. You are eating such nutritious meals. You are going on so many walks. Like you are giving your body the love and TLC that you never did. So I've just been training my mind to like actually think rationally about it as hard as it is and know that no situation is our end destination. Like we are constantly on a journey. You're going to be, I'm going to be feeling my best at one point. I'm going to be feeling my lowest at one point. I'm going to in the future have children and look and feel completely different. Like I am mm-hmm. on a complete journey as a woman. And I think it actually is a really beautiful thing. Um, in terms of like doing that on social media, I know a lot of people who do, who do like amazing body positivity work. Um, I'm not one of those people. Everybody should have boundaries on what they want to share with people, what they don't want to share with people. Um, so that's not something that I've ever like put on my Instagram, but maybe one day, like once um, I'm truly confident with it, mm-hmm. I could put myself out there in that way. But I think that there are so many amazing creators who already do the work um, and help us feel so much more comfortable with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's a really beautifully said. And also, I think for me, like I, I don't maybe struggle with comparing myself to others, but it's mostly my past self. Like, as you said, you know, when you were your thinnest, but were you really, you know, healthy and nourishing yourself? And for me, I keep reminding myself when, when I was at that lowest point in my life and like, now I have my period. And now I have to remind myself that like my body is thanking me for the rest time. So yeah, definitely for any listeners out there, if you're comparing to maybe your past self and maybe like you may look your thinnest, but were you really happy? Were you really fulfilled in other areas in your life? And now for me, 
um, my body has thanked me just by, you know, giving my period back after five years and just being like, you're doing the right thing. So um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I know that's probably, it's scary to open up about it, but for me, I find it helps and it heals me a lot talking about it with other females who have kind of had their struggles with body confidence. Yeah. Thank you. It is so, there's so much power in like conversation, just raw conversation about it. And that's why mm-hmm. I've been loving apps like TikTok that are so much more raw and real than Instagram. Um, seeing these teenage girls and these, and these women, like just come out and show their roles and show mm-hmm. what they look like in different positions and talk about their body, body positivity journey. Um, it really makes me feel so comforted knowing that I'm not alone. I'm not mm-hmm. lonely. I'm not an alien. Nothing's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've speaking of TikTok and IG reels and all that, I know that you love videography and videos. I've heard you talk about in other um, interviews. And I just want to say your what we said interview was incredible. I love their podcast. So that was a really Thank awesome you. interview. Um, yeah. So what, do, yeah. So what do you like the most about videography? Is it the directing, the staging? Do you like being in front of the camera, a mix of both? I love just a creative aspect in general. I'm someone who's really results driven. So I love seeing what I can do with raw footage and seeing the end result of it. Um, I also love beauty. I love wellness. I sometimes love fashion. I don't think I'm that great at it, but I love looks and, and seeing how I can just create something out of nothing is really fun. I've never been like an analytical person. I've just learned how to do spreadsheet formulations this year. Um, but I could, I could create, I could create videos with just a simple concept, um, Mm -hmm. which is how I got my job at bloom. So I love, I love just, I just love video editing. I think that's my favorite part of it. I don't even need to be in front of the camera. Um, I just love invoking a feeling through music, through color grading, through effects, stuff like that. So yeah, that's what I love about it. Yeah, that's neat. So yeah, for listeners who don't know what bloom is, it was started in Vancouver, I believe by two sisters, And you guys have like a range of different products from like skincare to uh, period starter kits, I think. Yeah. So what um, what exactly do you do at Bloom and do you do some of the videography? Um, I know that you do a little bit of influencer outreach, too, but do you just kind of mind going into detail of what exactly you do there? Of course. Yeah. So I met one of my founders, Taryn. You're right. It's two sisters, Bunny and Taryn. Um, I met Taryn exactly four years ago now in a network event in my first year. Nothing really like happened there. We just shook hands. I added her on LinkedIn. We had each other on Instagram. Um, And she saw one of my YouTube videos. I think I made a lookbook in my second year of university. And when I ran into her a few years later, she was like, what are you up to? You look like you're killing it and having fun. Um, And I just let her know I'm just doing this. I'm doing that. And she asked if I was looking for a summer internship. Um, and she was like, obviously no promises, but let's meet for coffee. So we did. And then I was offered a job the next time I saw her. Um, so I think it was literally based off of my networking skills, charisma, my video editing experience. And, and, and then they really trusted me to join the team, which was just amazing. Um, so I started, I started doing a little bit of community work and also video editing. So I was doing a lot of, um, I was, I was creating a lot of ads. 
I was creating a lot of video assets for Instagram, like for IGTVs and stories and stuff like that. Um, I would put together video shoots with a videographer and models, and we would make new, just like videos for our products, um, stuff like that. And then the pandemic hit and we realized that we can't take any more assets um, out in the wild, of course. So I switched to doing a lot of at-home content. So I almost in itself became a face of the company, which was really interesting. Um, So I was doing IGTVs every week. I was doing stories every week. I was doing product education. I was talking to our community, um, doing stuff like that. And then probably, I think six, six months ago now, I fully transitioned into influencer work. So I got out of the camera and I got more into the spreadsheets, which was like a learning curve for me, but it was really awesome. So Uh, Now I just talk to creators all day, which is so much fun. I send out loads of packages to micro influencers. I create the most amazing press kits for mega influencers for big launches or new products that we have. And, and yeah, it's, it's crazy, but I, I feel like at Bloom, they hire to fill seats on a bus, but where you sit changes throughout the course of your career. So Mm -hmm. I'm still editing videos to this day. If we need random little things. Um, and other people will help me with things. I'll help people with other things. Like we really are still in the position where we're jumping around to just get it done. Um, especially because when I started at Bloom, it was four of us and now we're at 11. So we're still small. We're smaller than people think. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's been a crazy, amazing whirlwind time. And I am officially hitting two years, probably when this is out, um, and it's been just amazing. Wow. That, that's incredible. Seems like there's a lot of, lot of room for growth. And I also work in the influencer industry. I'm working in, um, social media, but the content creators on the tech side. So I know it's, you know, that's the same similar industry, but I know beauty is completely different. So that's really interesting, um, to hear about. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering where do you hope to see, uh, I guess your career in the next few years? I know obviously with COVID things are, you can't, you don't know what to expect, but you personally, where would you like to see yourself? Doesn't mean be like a specific role, but maybe like, how do you see yourself feeling in the next few years? Yeah, it's such a loaded question. Um, I think that last year taught us that you can plan as much as you want, but Mm -hmm. the world has a plan for you, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Um, so I, in a few years, hope to still with be with Bloom. I really Mm -hmm. want to ride this out and see how much we can disrupt the beauty industry. Um, I've been with them since we had 20,000 Instagram followers and we just hit a hundred, which was just so amazing to see. Um, So I still want to be smashing taboos with Bloom. I want to be making the most noise with influencers and press, um, just getting the word out there about us because I'm obsessed with our mission and our values. And I think that there's a huge need for Bloom in the space. I love social media. I'm not someone who loves attention though, which is very (laughs) contradictory. Um, So I'm not someone who wants to scale my numbers. Um, I found that I got quite a lot of attention during BLM and that's where my numbers came from doing press kits with what we, uh, press, sorry, pieces with what we said, podcast and uncomfortable podcast and stuff like that. 
but I'm not someone who I don't, I don't have dreams and plans of scaling to a hundred thousand followers, a million followers. In fact, I love being private. And so I just hope that I can be creating in what, in whatever capacity that means. Um, if that means for the same community now, I'm so stoked to do that because I know my community now and I love my community. Um, so yeah, I hope to still with, be with Bloom. I hope to still be creating. I hope to be giving back to younger girls and just helping them throughout their career. I think it's so important because um, this pandemic has given like an added layer of marginalization for so many people and hurdles for so many others. And so I think that we really need to like open those barriers of entry and just be talking about it because I was also under a barrier of entry as a kid. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I hope to be just helping young girls navigate the world, navigate university, navigate their career. And that's what I hope to be doing. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I really can't wait to see you grow even the next year. I know you're going to accomplish some really amazing things. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And I was hoping we could end the episode with a little bit, uh, a few rapid fire questions if you're all right with that. Of course. All right. Okay. What is one thing you do now since working from home that you never did before? One thing I do now working from home, um, I've been doing Melissa Wood Health Pilates on, yeah. So on my TV, I was someone who vowed that I would never do at home workouts (laughs) because I need an instructor to be yelling in my face or just Mm -hmm. to be like gently guiding me through things. So (laughs) I used to love going to Eastwood spin. I used to love Jaybird Pilates. I used to love, um, Legree West. Mm -hmm. And of course now we can't do that anymore, which is so unfortunate, but I've been really just leaning into the at-home workouts, which um, have been really effective. So I've been loving Melissa Wood Health just for the me- the workouts that don't feel like you are working out to lose weight or to burn fat, but the workouts that you're doing to feel good and to feel at peace and um, to connect with your body. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I feel the same way too. And it feels like good like her workouts and like Pilates in general, I think it's just a really great way to, to move your body without being like extremely fatigued. But like, as you said, like it's, it's more for, you know, movement, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one of your favorite things about your job at Bloom? And then what's your least favorite thing, or maybe something that you don't like as much? One thing that I love about Bloom, I love the fact that I can see what I'm putting into it which sounds crazy because it is such a, like, I, I, I can directly see the impact that I have on the company, mm-hmm. which is just phenomenal through whether it's Instagram followers, whether it's testimonials of people being like, wow, this cured my acne, whether it's people spreading the word and, 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 um, really recommending us because they love us that much, like helping, helping teenagers, either navigate their first period or help their acne and help them get healthy skin. Um, if I can help someone not go on Accutane, but instead go the natural route, that Mm -hmm. is like so fulfilling to me. So I love the fact that I can see the impact of my work every single day. The least thing that I love, can I say the toughest? Sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So the toughest thing about my job was probably when I was starting in the startup nature, you don't have, I didn't even have a manager really. I had my founders who 
really helped guide me, but I didn't have a, I didn't have a direct manager above me with, um, like clear instructions on how to do things. And, you know, people coming out of university, like it is so scary to start your first job. I'm sure you can relate and, you know, um, so to like navigate it myself and to create systems myself and, and to see the big goal and think, okay, how am I going to get there? being a fresh grad and not having a manager was so scary and daunting. Um, they say one year in a startup is equivalent to five years at a, at a normal company. I feel mm-hmm. like I've aged <laughs> 25 years, but I still feel like it's been two days that I've been with this company. So mm-hmm. it's been a whirlwind, but that was definitely a tough part of the job. Um, you have amazing days where crazy things happen like Gigi Hadid, organically posting. I saw that. That's incredible. It's so crazy. We literally called each other on Zoom, crying, screaming. Like it was Mm -hmm. such a celebration to other days where you're like, oh my God, everything is going wrong. (laughs) Nothing is going well. So yeah, every day is different, but you take the good with the bad for sure. Totally. Yeah. No, I can, I can relate because I worked in like a more of a corporate role post-grad for a while and then recently more like as I'm working for a content creator he's a smaller team um, definitely more of a startup feel but yeah you definitely see like the work that you're doing like you know you're helping people or you're mm-hmm. seeing it like come to action right away which is incredible um, what is your f- favorite product from Bloom I will die for Stargirl which is our face toning mist um, it's really like a 10 in one so it's made of natural ingredients, which is awesome. Lots of essential oils, um, aloe vera, witch hazel, stuff like that. So I use it. I can even use it as a, as a, like put it on a cotton pad, wipe your face with it after you cleanse. I like to spray it before makeup and then also after makeup. So that I really get that dewy natural look. Mm-hmm. And then someone actually posted a reel the other day telling everyone about a hack that they use Stargirl for and they actually use it in their scalp if they're feeling like that their scalp is dry because it has aloe vera so it really soothes it I tried it this morning and it yes it was 10 (laughs) out of 10 phenomenal so it really is a product that you can use for everything you get the most value out of it and it smells amazing and it really works that's great and what is your favorite travel spot I've never actually been outside of the U.S. and Canada, oh, but wow. I know I was supposed to go to Cabo on April 1st because my best friend's getting married. Um, but obviously that is postponed because of COVID. Um, so when that ends, I'm really looking forward to going to Cabo. I really want to go to Tulum. I want to go to South of France. I want to go to... California. I want to go to Joshua tree. I want to go to New York. Mm -hmm. I want to go literally anywhere and everywhere. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Last question. Who is your biggest girl crush in terms of work right now? Okay. So I feel like I have quite a few. I love Elaine Weltroth. I've always loved her. Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned her in the, what we said podcast for her book. Um, she's on the talk. I think she's just doing it really well. Um, I love Jasmine Tukes because she looks more like me, which (laughs) sounds so, um, like maybe superficial to say, but when you are dark skinned woman, like you just don't see women who look like Mm -hmm. you. 
killing it out there as much as you would like to. So I love that Jasmine Tukes is a successful model. She's a businesswoman and she looks like me, which is just so awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've really been loving Haley Bieber, which is just so random because I never paid attention to her back then. I think a lot of people are loving her right now, but I love her fashion and her makeup choices. So that's someone that I look up to for um, fashion and style. Yes. I, she recently, I don't know if you've seen her YouTube um, channel, but she recently yeah. lost a yeah. channel with, and like one of the videos with Kendall Jenner. I'm like, she's hilarious. She's so funny. So I'm glad to see her, you know, coming know. out of her shell and like building herself more of like as a business. So yeah, I definitely agree with Haley Bieber. She's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. I love that she's coming out of her shell and like showing people that she's like funny. She has so many mm-hmm. things to her that are not being Justin Bieber's wife. Um, so, <laughs> and she dresses phenomenally. So oh, yeah. I definitely Always. look up to that. I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Iman, for coming on. It was so great to finally like meet you or e-meet you, but it was great to hear more about your story. And thank you so much for just being open and honest with me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. It was so great to meet you too. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where this podcast goes. I think you're doing thank amazing you. things. Thank you. And where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Eman Osman with an extra N at the end. Um, TikTok at your girl Eman, you are girl E-M-A-N. Um, that's that's pretty much it. If you want to check out Bloom, it's at B-L-U-M-E, both on TikTok and Instagram. You can find us there. Slide in the DMs because I probably will reply. Um, sorry, I will be the one replying. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's where I'm at. And that was Iman. I'll put all her links if you want to check out her Instagram, her YouTube, TikTok, everything is going to be below. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.